One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Magandang araw po. If you have been following po my podcast, quick note, we will not be posting any new episodes this week. We too will be observing All Souls Day. We will be back with all new episodes next week. What we have done for this week is to recast and repost some of our favorite episodes to maybe accompany you on your long drive to wherever it is you will be visiting loved ones or simply taking a break. And maybe you could share the tip with your friends and family. Boring ang traffic at mahaba ang undas. Why not listen to some podcasts made especially para sa mga kabayan? If this, however, is the first time you're trying us out, hello po, kami po ang Puma Podcast. Here is one in a set of sampler podcasts we are republishing for the All Souls Day traffic. Call it our Undas playlist, featuring among others conversations with Randy David, Lord Devera, Ambet Ocampo, Ted De, Manny V. Pangilinan, JC Punong Bayan, the story of Papi Melody, and the hosts and podcasters of Puma Podcast. Depending on when you first heard his name or his work, your knowledge or image of our guest will likely be very different from somebody else's perception of him. May generational gap sa pagkilala sa kanya. Anak, Jeprox, scholar, poet, banda, lifestyle and entertainment reporter, weatherman, historian, Palanca Award winner, Some people were genuinely jarred to hear him reporting in TV in Filipino, just as many young fans now are surprised to hear him speaking in English. Still counterculture, but now popular enough to help to sell everything from Tocino to rum nowadays, dating Jeprox na ngayon Jeprox pa rin, pero endorser. Hirap mahuli. We wonder about the journey of someone who has never allowed himself to be boxed in, not even by, one would presume, disciplinarian parents. In this episode of Soundtrack ng Buhay Ko, Ito na! Ito na! Ito na! Ito na! Lord De Vera, edad 43, 43 years old, living in Quezon City, working for the News and Public Affairs Department of TV5. First time we met, you were a writer, you were a reporter. I already knew then that you were uh, a poet. Then most people got to know you for radio, Radioactive Sago. They saw you as a singer, alt-rock. Then people knew you as an, an intellectual, a philosopher. And then now you are known for history. So ano ka? Hindi ko alam eh. I'm a strange beast because I am not exactly a journalist. I am not altogether a commentator. I am not entirely a weather forecaster. But now I get to do, well, I call it audiovisual commentary with a little bit of satire, political parodies, etc., etc. So in terms of weather, I give both the 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 physical weather at the same time the sort of a social weather 
philosopher. I'm not so sure about that. A charlatan, probably historian, no, but I am interested in the more absurd and darker sides of Philippine history. You were born when? 1975, in Quezon City. Tatay mo polis, di ba? Tatay ko polis. I grew up in a street where five households, the head of the households, are policemen. Yung father ko was under the, the command of General Alfredo Lim. Mm. Yung father ko was a rookie cop noong first quarter storm. So, nung nagpapahaba kami ng buhok ng kapatid ko, sinasabi ng tatay ko sa breakfast table, Pambuhok mo Parang ganyan mga hinahampas namin sa Minjola nun. <laughs> so, napaka-assuring ng tatay ko. Actually, mas strict ni nanay ko. Yung nanay ko, strangely, was a professional pianist. Yun. So, yung kombinasyon na yun, ano? Polis sa pianista. What does a professional pianist do in the Philippines? Well, hindi siya yung classical pianist, although she can do classical. Well, she plays in events, ganun, in hotels, So, she plays standards. So, WPD yung Manila Police District at that time, yung tatay mo. You lived in Manila. No, Quezon City. Quezon City. Well, sa Project 2. Okay. So, Jeprox ka talaga. Jeprox ako. Totoo, talagang Jeprox. Kasi inanay ko ay kapatid ng original Jeprox, si Mr. Hanopol. So, yung tatay mo, police, nanay mo is a musician, the original Jeprox, Mike Hanopol, What does that mean for a child growing up? You, you see the different perspectives. You see the perspectives of Jeff Proxy experimenting with rock and roll and that lifestyle. But at the same time, having somebody like a policeman in charge of the household. I think it's the tension between the Jeff Proxy rock and roll lifestyle that was very, very attractive at that time. At the same time, that disciplinarian slash authoritarian tendency of the household. You, but you said that that discipline element did not necessarily come from your father, more from your mother? Feeling ko, may enforcer niya lang nanay ko. Dati may nakita sila sa closet ko. Something na legal na in most states in America ngayon. Hindi nagsulat yung tatay ko, inanay ko lang ang nagsabi. Alam ba anak, sabi ng tatay mo, pwede ka ipakulong dyan. <laughs> Ganun lang. So, very subtle, ano. Ilang taon ka nun? Early college yata, or late high school. You mentioned Mike Hanopol. It was not a factor growing up. There was no influence there? No influence. The influence was more or less parang musical osmosis because the records were always in the house. So when he finally came back from the States in the mid-90s, it was like meeting someone extremely familiar but a total stranger at the same time. A distant tito. He wasn't necessarily around you all the time. Yes, I think... One of my favorite words in the English language is the word avuncular. It's the adjectival form of uncle. Why are uncles the best? Because uncles give you that sense of distance. Kasi hindi mo naman tatay, diba? Tito ka. At the same time, dahil may elemento ng dugo, close ka pa rin. But, tinan mo, no? What's a typical interaction with an uncle like? It is your uncle who will expose you to your first Playboy. Your first Betamax pornographic experience probably came from your older cousin or your uncle. It never happens with the dad. So there's something about that distance that the uncle affords you as a young boy. Sa kaso ko with my Tito Mike, 
ano na siya, matanda na rin ako noon. Medyo may distansya nga ng konti na. Nag-grow ako sa kanya eh. So, may, may gano'n kami relationship. Ako tagabuhat ng gitara niya. Boss ko siya. This might be a good time to talk about the the playlist that we asked you to, mm-hmm. ano, I mean, was... Tell me a song from your early years that's on, on this playlist. Sige. Since we mentioned Project and Jeprox, this is a cut from the last album of the Juan de la Cruz band called Project. It shows the brilliance of the Pepe Smith brand of wordplay, you know, na may raming double untanned. Project 2, 3, and 4, kailangan ng umiscore sa chorus. 5 and 6, 7, 8, bitin na bitin sa isang guhit yun. So kung narinig mo yon 8 years old, 9 years old ka, of course, yung attention mo muna doon sa riff kasi if you play that by today's standards, it is still a kick-ass riff, no? One of the classic riffs in, in Pinoy rock. But at the same time, the line, okay ang mga project, para kang nasa airport, hindi na bumababa, hindi na inaantok. It took me several years to actually understand what it was all about. It was not until a neighbor explained to me what the lyrics actually meant or what they suggest. Jeprox na, na term obviously spoke of a lifestyle. Did you associate anything else with it? I mean, growing up in the 70s, especially with a, with a, with a father under martial law, did, did the term Jeprox uh, mean anything to you other than the lifestyle? It mostly conjures in my head not really a lifestyle but more a, a geographic reality. You know? I think there was something about the economic nature of the projects that gave rise or gave birth to this beast called the Jeprox. It was middle to lower middle class and mostly it was government employees and a lot of them were teachers. So you would have all these middle class, lower middle class kids coming from educated households but at the same time, so you would assume that there's a disciplinary environment But at the same time, it was the 60s or the 70s, and there was the dawning of a new consciousness, a new experimentation with certain things, certain lifestyles. So it's a collision of two worlds. And you could probably see that in those projects. There was something about the projects that, I guess, people in gated villages and communities cannot or would never understand. Uh, where did you go to school? I went to a public elementary school. In high school, I went to Coleo de San Juan de Latran. And for college, I, again, I went to another Dominican school, the University of Santo Tomas. Why UST? UP dapat eh. Mag-college of music dapat ako sa classical guitar major. Hindi na ako tumuloy. Marami kasi nagsasabi nun, 
hindi mo matatapos yan. Tingnan mo yung mga nag enroll na classical guitar major, hindi na natapos. Bakit? Kasi nagpabanda sila lahat. Nung high school pa lang ako, nag-extension course na ako sa UP College of Music na classical guitar. Kapasyan na ako dun sa unang ano eh. Ah, sige, let's talk about your next talk. Okay. Uh, this is a piece called uh, Variations on a Theme by Mozart performed by Andres Segovia. So Segovia is why you you once upon a time dreamt of uh, becoming a music major? Yes. Uh, actually, ganito yung pattern. Rockstar muna, new wave, tapos classical guitar. <laughs> so, nauna yung rock-rock bago yung classical. Kasi nung in-enrollo ko ng nanay ko sa Yamaha, tapos UP, kala ko tuturuan ako mag- <coughs> mga paiyak ng gitara doon. So, hindi pala. <laughs> Tuturuan ka palang mag... Ah, okay. So, na-appreciate ko naman. Tapos, itong, itong piyasang nadinig ninyo, siya yung nagbigay sa akin ng, my God, ito yung posibilidad na pwedeng gawin ng anim na strings lamang. Parang universo siya ng textures, ng ritmo, ng sound. Galing. Are you still legally blind? Not anymore. Oh, thank you to TV5. Nag-ex-deal sila ng LASIK. So, dati 1,500 sa Ngayon, parang 99 or 100 na lang. Grade 2, I started wearing eyeglasses with grades of 600. Which means prior to grade 2, they didn't know that you had... Kasi wala uh, naman akong basis for comparison na ganun pala. Kala ko malabo lang talaga yung mundo, di ba? So, akala ko ganun din TV. Tapos, chicken and egg situation, sinasabi ng parents ko. Alam mo, kaya lumabaw mata mo kasi ang lapit-lapit pong manood ng TV. Hindi ko alam na ganun pala na dapat manood ka pala ng TV na malayo. Yun ang kaya ko tingnan. What what does that to, do to you when you grow up? I, practically. Ikaw yung nerd in the class. Ikaw yung may Coca-Cola glasses. Bullied ka lagi. Yan. So, kailangan mo mag-fight back. Kaya ka makikilig ng punk rock. <laughs> ito uh, galing sa Black Sabbath Pumagat ito, Snowblind Kasi dito ko talaga naintindihan Kung ano yung ibig sabihin Ng metal Hindi lang yung metal as Dinadaan sa volume Yung tugtog na pero yung yung sensibilidad talaga na meron kang pinupukpok at dinadala na mabigat sa mundo. Not necessarily sorrowful or anguished, but yung idea lang of heaviness as an aesthetic. Everything conspires to pushing you towards reading. I in... was a late bloomer in terms of being an appreciator of literature. It was not until in my second year college when I came under uh, the tutelage of Dr. Ofelia de Malanta in a creative writing class in, in UST. The way she talked about how to appreciate 
appreciate the power and the beauty of writing, how certain words, seemingly innocuous or innocent, when strung together, creates a magical, mysterious effect no, on your psyche. It was one of those Satori moments that one class totally changing how you look at the world and how you look at life. And of course, your, your course. So, I was intending to actually take a political science, but when I was, when I enrolled in her class, it totally changed the course in both senses of the word, no? Under her, sabi ko parang, parang masarap magbasa at masarap magsulat. You were a scholar of the Philippine Daily Inquirer. I was recommended. Tapos, they, they gave me an exam. Tapos, uh, interview with the great Let Jimenez Magsanok, Mariksi Prieto, and the late Isagana Yambot. Tumakbo ako from Taft, papuntang UN Avenue, yung dating inquirer office. Pinapunta nila ako sa WPD para mag-interview ng preso. Gawan, gumawa raw ang storya. So, ang in-interview ko, hindi ko na maalala yung mga sinagot ko ng interview. Pero yung ginawa ko ng storya, alala ko in-interview ko ay nakasaksak dahil nag-agawan sila ng kariton. You're a Philippine Daily Inquirer scholar. There was no obligation on your part to start with the Inquirer. Why did you start your career with, with today? Two words. Freeze hiring. Freeze hiring yung PDI noon. So, sorry. Ready-ready na sana ako pumasok noon. Tapos parang two years or a year after ako nag-work na para sa today. Eh kasi naman yung today, to my mind, was the most progressive, the most beautifully laid out, and most beautifully read users of the English language, at, along with the Chronicle, siguro, nung panahon na yun. I was a big fan of the paper even before I joined. Talk about the paper. Talk about the people there. Because now, I mean, now people cannot associate, uh, well, a lot of the figures there, di ba? Primarily, Teddy Boy Loxin. Uh, currently, um, the new DFA secretary. Uh, yeah. So, Teddy Boy Loxin, you, you mentioned that a millennial now, they don't, they have, they literally have no idea of a newspaper, much less uh, yes. uh, uh, Teddy Boy Loxin as a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, big names there, Jessica Zafra, Mismo. Manolo Quezon, um, Chuchay Fernandez, our managing editor. Mm-hmm. The photographers pa. The photographers, oh. Manny Goloyugo, mm-hmm. Bernard Testa. Uh, talk about, I mean, as a fresh graduate, walking into that newsroom, and what did that newsroom represent? It was like, every day, sitting at the feet of the masters. The masters, not conscious that they are masters. The masters creating for you an environment that basically demolishes that boss-employee kind of relationship, no? Ganda eh. Tapos, that sense of sarcasm, that appreciation for for intelligent pros, mga ganyan. Yun siguro yung talagang appreciate ko. I stayed there for six years, Rob. No? Yung boss mo, magawa kami dati ng layout. May time na parang parang sex scandal yun eh. So parang may pinaphotoshop kami. May, 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 may model na nakabrief lang. Tingin si Teddy Boy, akala ko papagalitan kami sa niya. Can't you find someone with bigger balls? <laughs> Yan ang boss ko. Yeah. To describe Rafael Alunan dati in one editorial. Rafael Alunan, the only cabinet member who does not resemble a hemorrhoid. <laughs> wow, galing neto po siya. When you started, you were in the lifestyle section. Yes. Under Abe Florendo. I started writing. and ended with the lifestyle section. Oh. 
It was the best beat in the world. Kasi junkets, food coverage, personality profiles, walang word limit. Bahala ka kung anong paano mo sulatan yan. Ang galing-galing magsulat ni Abe Florendo, editor namin. Oh my God! Ang grabe. Nakakatunaw ng tuhod yung prosa niya. Parang beginning to end, wala siyang boring sentence. Ganun, wala siyang boring word, word choice. So isipin mo yun yung editor mo. Okay? Ang gagaling din ng mga kasama mo, yung mga assistant niya. While you were writing for today, you became... Uh, you became known for for your band. No? Uh, I don't know what to call it. I'm not from that world, so I don't want to take a stab at uh, trying well, to classify that. Well, it started out spoken word jazz, no? Pero we started to uh, expand beyond jazz. So, element of funk, soul, rock, experimental. So, it's basically it. Parang you have a jazz rock band with someone who does not sing. So we started with three people and four people then before we sort of took a hiatus two years, three years ago, we were already ten in the band. Yung simula nun, kasi kailangan ko lang ng parang backup para nagbabasa ko ng to promote the poetry book, no? yung first, first poetry book. The, your, your first hits were Astro so, and tsaka Gusto Ko ng Baboy. Ay, talk about that. Yung Gusto Ko ng Baboy was, of course, yung parang siguro yung lang pinakakilala sa amin. Uh, inspired siya ng Animal Farm at ng ating alamin ni Jerry Jeronimo at ng Tanduay. Siguro kung ano ako ngayon, kung paano ako magsalita yung ugali, pananaw ko sa buhay, was clearly uh, sculpted by the punk rock ethos. No? Tapos itong kantang to, nung narinig ko, sabi ko, para, para may ibang bundong bumukas. So, ito yung Kill the Poor by the band called The Dead Kennedys. Efficiency and progress will all be ours once more once we have the neutron bomb. So, unang narinig ko, parang, my God, anong katayan, kill the poor. Yun pala, satirical siya, no? Na lumabas yan 1980, 1981, hanggang mas nagiging relevant pa siya ngayon, ha? parang ko nga, no? The, the, the song is talking about, parang, okay, cleaning up the slums, streets for a a clean and orderly society. Parang ganun. Sounds familiar, di ba? So, yun yung unang-una kong entry point sa punk rock. You were obviously politically aware. Were you angry? I suppose there is a seething undercurrent of not really anger yet, no. Probably the anger manifests itself in the live performance. But the constant feeling of dissatisfaction and something skewed that needs to be realigned. What did that represent in in your life? Parang social consciousness, some music. Kasi uh, nung mga early 90s, ito na yung mga grunge, etc., etc. Yung mga metal na galing sa, yung sa MTV. Very solipsistic. Parang I, me, myself alone. And here comes Joy Ayala na parang reminding you na Ang katotohanan ay may dalawang mukha Ang tama sa iyo ay mali sa tingin ng iba 
Kay puti may itim, niwanag at dilim May pumapay babaw at may sumasailalim Okay, fast forward tayo. You have the brains and the, the passion obviously for the written word. Clearly, people listening in will say will agree. You have the voice for radio. Did you see yourself as having the entire package for TV? Sobrang sobrang hindi. I mean, yung pagbabanda palang na maging bokalista na ako stretch na yun eh, absurd na yun eh. Tapos, well, before TV, may mga kumukuha na ng mga radio plugs, voiceover, commercials. Etong di ko makalimutan Robbie Alampay. Merong isang uh, production outfit. Pinapunta nila ako kasi parang may commercial. Merong, merong point sa history ng radio. Ang peg nila, boses ko. Yung parang tamad. Ganyan. Tapos parang may konting jazz sa likod. So, nagboses ako. Would you believe hindi pa ako natanggap, Robby? Kasi masyad, sabi ng mga producers, masyad na patay yung boses mo. Parang tainan to. Ako yung peg nyo, ako pa hindi natanggap. So, they got someone who sounded like me. How did this start where you would not only become a brand, but an icon? Nung nasa ABS-CBN pa lang siya, si Patrick Paas, yung ating bossing dito sa TV, kinukuha niya na ako to write or to produce, no? Parang something satirical for late night news. Parang just before yung sign-off, ganyan. Yung idea namin, parang sick o'clock news na mas lasing. Uh, hindi natuloy. After a few years, kinunta ko ni Patrick Paes. Merong 10pm newscast noon sa TV5, ang pangalan 10, the evening news. Sabi niya, I'll give you a block, bahala ka, gagawin mo. Parang 3 minutes, 2 minutes, ano pwede kong gawin doon? Eh, wala naman ako alam sa pag-television broadcast, etc. Although, May idea ako paano gumawa ng music at ng music videos. So, inisip ko, why not do some a kind of a audio-visual op-ed piece? Describe this whole time with TV5 and, and eto na, I mean, this, this stage of your evolution. And what is the fairest way you think should, should people cast you as? Hindi ko nga alam eh. Pero maganda rin tanongin kung mahalagang usapin pa rin ba yun na kailangan may, may isang imahen ka lang. Iba na rin kasi ngayon eh, di ba? Then naalala mo, Rob, before 1987 or before 1986, parang napaka-unimaginable na may magtatagalog sa news, sa newscast, di ba? Ngayon parang pag sinasabi mo sa bata na, oh, yung, yung, yung primetime newscast yun, at yung mga talk show nun ay English. Parang hindi ma-imagine ng mga bata yun. So, andito tayo siguro sa bagong period ng broadcast na siguro may mabinabasag tayo mga ideas kung ano dapat ang broadcaster, ano ba ang broadcast dapat, ano ba yung mga katanggap-tanggap ng mga paradigms ng, ko, ng expression sa okay, So, you're open to new paradigms. But did you, when they said, do the weather? Na-excite ako actually, as a to, sa weather. Na-excite ako. At... Hanggang ngayon sa akin, ano siya? Exciting field pa rin siya sa akin. Uh, wala nang mas misteryoso pa sa bagyo. Okay. Um, next song. Okay. Ito parang lumang bagong kanta. Luma siya kasi parang original siya ni Minnie Riperton. Pero kinover siya ng isang banda na electronic. Ang pangalan ng banda ay Four. 
Number four, four hero. Na ano sila, parang electronic uh, drum and bass. Pero, ang interesting dito, pag pinanggam mo yung version ng four hero is almost exactly the same as mini repertons. Itong kantang to ay Le Fleur. Nung umalis ako ng today, umalis ako doon kasi nanalo ako ng grant sa NCCA, yung kauna ko ng Writer's Prize nila. So, nanalo ako sa Poetry Division. Ang premyo noon, 250,000. Tapos may one year ka to finish the book. Mula nung nag-start ako sa today, Rob, never ako nagkaroon ng pagkakataon na magbakasyon. Kahit ilang leave lang na wala talaga. Hindi ako nagkaroon ng pagkakataon tumambay kasi... Parang third year pa lang ako nagtatrabaho na nagko-contribute na ako. So, finally, parang paalam na kaya ako. So, 2,000 nagpaalam ako. Nasanay ako na buong buhay ko nag-work ako. And all of a sudden, here comes a chance parang for one year hindi ka magtatrabaho. Babayaran ka ng gobyerno para tumunganga lang. Yan yung soundtrack nung isang taon ko na tumanga. And then fast forward to now you are a celebrity. You're recognizable. People recognize you for the wrong people sometimes. But they know that you are from TV. You're making money off of not just royalties from things you've done before, music and literature. And now you're endorsing food and beverages. Speaking of somebody who understands and appreciates absurdities, How absurd is this? It is the height of. Pero, it is absurd at the same time also so, I always put a damper on everything. I always try to remind myself that all this is temporary. Alam mo bakit? Kasi nung six years ko sa today, ang dami ko na interview yung Rob na mga ganyan. Di ba yung April Boy Rehino lang natin for flip? Yung ugali na parang, Diyos lang, magpapatumba sa akin. Again. Mga celebrities na in-interview mo that you think they, the fame would last forever. Tapos ngayon, kita mo. Adik na. Super hunk dati. Ngayon, tito roles na lang. Mga ganun. So, you, you remind yourself of those instances. They sober you up instantly. Na parang re- relax ka lang. May sinama ka rin ditong jazz piece sa playlist mo. Miles Davis at John Coltrane Live 1958. Yung umi- mainit na na solo nila Miles Davis at John Coltrane, yung nagpapalita na sila ng solo, doon ko na-realize ang improvised bebop jazz can be as intense as the worst punk rock or the most intense heavy metal passage ever. May ganun siyang energy na minsan parang para kasi nampal eh. Yan yung na-realize ko yun. My God, punk na punk to. Tapos, yung music pa yun. Pag binasa mo pa yung buhay nila, Pucha, mas punk pa sila sa mga punks. Mga heroin addicts. Hindi lang yun. So, they have to deal with racism kasi mga itim sila noong 50s, 60s. May mga civil rights issues.
So reflecting back on this whole uh, this whole journey, as we said, then tawag natin dito soundtrack ng ng buhay ko. What's the story arc so far? I mean, how would you summarize the story arc? Start out as ang weird, no? Nung high school ako, gusto ko maging pintor, eh. Kurt Vonnegut, no? Sa mga paborito kong mga writers. May binabanggit siya dati lagi na unannounced changes in life sa itineraries are like dancing lessons from God. Ganda-gandang quote nun. Sa dancing lesson, absolutely wala kang control. Minsan, hilahin ka dito, punta ka dyan, punta ka doon. Diba? Wala kang choice, sumunod ka na lang. Tsaka ka na lang mag-e-effort. Pag dato ka na sa direction na yun, doon ka magtarabaho. Huwag kang magtamad-tamad. May, may, may beauty yung ano eh. Uh, it, I think it's a very Zen slash Buddhist uh, idea na being in the moment, being in the present. Yung anxiety arises from thinking about what had happened and what is going to happen. Yun. So, you, you lose focus of the present. Ang corny, no? Pero parang ganun. But right now, are you in the moment or are you thinking of what do you want to do next? Moment. Kasi... In the few times na pinlano ko yung mga ganyan, hindi siya nag-work talaga. Merong dancing lesson talaga na mas malakas ang hatak. This episode of Puma Podcast was produced by myself, Trisha Aquino, Mikel Bolante, and Nico Bolante. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend. And do give us some good reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help. Meantime, we suggest you click subscribe on your player and let us autoplay and accompany you on your trip. When you get back, we hope you continue to accompany us on ours. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.